0: Today on City Cash Chicago. If you need a city street shoveled in your neighborhood, you call 311. If there's a pothole on your block, you call 311. Spot a coyote, run, and then definitely call 311. Chicagoans call that number apparently more often per capita than any other major city. And we've got the latest numbers on what people call about the most. Monica Aang from Axios Chicago explains what are some of Chicago's biggest three one one complaints, and if it really leads to a solution. It's Wednesday, March sixteenth. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is Citycast Chicago. Monica, I'm familiar with nine one one. A number I am luckily uh, I have never had to call in my life. I'm familiar with four one one. Right, what's the four one one? A Mary J. Blige song. Three one one is a number I'm not as familiar with. Uh, can you tell me when did three one one start in Chicago and why? It started in
1: 1999, and it was to basically. Pull together a lot of different uh, information, requests, complaint lines in the city, and also get people to stop calling 911 about just basically everything they saw.
0: So, do you have a clean breakdown? When should a person call 911 and when should a person call 311?
1: When there's a medical or safety emergency, you call 911. Everything else is 311.
0: All right, so when I was looking at the the FAQs and I was looking at some of the different reasons if something is ongoing medical emergency call 911. But they said if a offender is no longer there. So like if you go outside and your car is gone. You think that your car has been stolen. It's not in the spot you left, but there is no burglar there. There's not an ongoing threat, but there is like your property is gone. Do you call 911? Do you call 311?
1: To my knowledge, you call three one one because basically you need to file some paperwork. It's not like hey, someone can catch this person right now, um, and that's that's what I've been told. If it's something where uh, an emergency service person can act and do something right now, that's nine one one. Do not clog up nine one one with stuff that is not an emergency.
0: All right, so when you get into the nitty-gritty, you look through the 311 data going back to December 2018. What are some of the top complaints from Chicagoans?
1: Uh, The number one by far is aircraft noise complaint.
0: Completely caught uh, me off guard.
1: Yeah. You think, like, that's the worst thing going on in Chicago?
0: (laughs) Right, and I'm like, (laughs) those airports, like... For all practical purposes, live on like the border of like the west side. Exactly, this of is the like southwest the... and the northwest side. So I'm like more Chicagoans live further from the airport, and yet it dominates like oh yeah by a My large thought. amount, almost a million, 955 k.
1: Right, and that's just since December 2018. So that is um, nearly half of all complaints are about aircraft noise. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, I um, as I was going through these numbers, you know, I should have been paying attention to my family, but I got so fascinated. I'm like, "Ooh, you know, I want to know um, about these." So I called a three one one operator and I asked her, "Well, what can you even do about noise complaints? What are you gonna like go up there and tell United Airlines to like cut it out?" <laughs>
0: right. That's probably why it's so many because there is no end in sight. So you just keep calling to complain about something that is not possibly getting taken care of
1: right and it's probably why you see some aldermen you know saying oh we, we need to do something about our hair but what she said is that you know um, you can get information on how to insulate your house for noise and then they can register it with the city to let the city know you know chicago citizens are concerned about all the noise in the flight path so that's your number one, and then trailing at about two hundred ninety-one thousand is graffiti removal requests. So that's a biggie, and um, and just since uh, since December, there've been about seventeen thousand three hundred and sixty-six of those. So just in about three months, you know. You, you get a lot of them. They come in. So I'd say, you know, other than aircraft noise, that's the biggest one that people have recently complained about.
0: And then some of the other things like street lights out, potholes in the streets, rats, garbage cans like those all seem like common city problems, things that you would naturally, you know, want fixed, hope that they would get fixed relatively uh, quick as well. Did any of these other top ones uh, shock you?
1: Not really. Um, you know, as someone who's fallen in a pothole, well, car has, you know, seen seen rats, <laughs> seen graffiti. Um, but weed removal requests are a really big one, although there have been zero since December. Abandoned vehicle complaint. That's really high. There have been like 10,000 in the last three months. I guess I was surprised at just all the number of animal ones. Did you notice a Mm -hmm. lot of those?
0: I, I did. You mean like animal removal?
1: Stray animal, animal removal, animal nuisance, animal interaction, dead bird. Coyote
0: interaction. Yeah, did you
1: know that every time you see a coyote, they really want you to like call and say, hey, I had an interaction with a coyote. Um, because that helps them understand the coyote population.
0: Have you gotten a sense of like what are the things people are calling 311 for that you shouldn't be calling for? You need to direct that somewhere else. are there any is 311 putting out any PSA saying please stop calling us for this
1: You know what what I was surprised at is all the things they do respond to because there's so much <laughs> that they will help you out with. I called up 311 wanted to talk to someone last night and i said tell me about all these things on here and she was nice as can be she didn't say like (laughs) why are you bothering me do you have a complaint or not so there's this clean and green program and she said you can call and if you and your neighbors want to clean up your neighborhood the city will give you a bunch of equipment for it um you might be a first-time homeowner And say, you know what? I never bought a house in Chicago. How do I do that? She'll say, I'm going to send you a whole packet on buying a house for the first time in Chicago.
0: Some of these things sound like things you could do with Google. Is it nice, though, that they're all in in one place? Because, again, you're naming off things I would have never imagined to pick up the phone and call 311
1: for. Like, I need a shovel and some bags to clean up crap around my neighborhood. Who, Who knew you could just call 311 for that? I did It's less what are they calling about that they shouldn't and more like, holy cow, did you know that you can call just about everything?
0: You said you've been looking at some of the most common 311 complaints since December, so about roughly the last three months or so. What does that snapshot tell you about the city?
1: Okay, well, what do you think? Think back. What happened over the last three months?
0: Get these motherfucking chairs uh-huh. off this goddamn parking spot for I come scratch your goddamn car. That's
1: right. We got a lot of snow. <laughs> so there were a lot of snow removal complaints, but the biggest mm-hmm. one, the one that, like, doubled over the last three months, so you go from, t- from December 2018 to December 2021, and you have about 5,198 uh, uh, dibs removal complaints. You go three months later and you've more than doubled it to 11,114. I don't wanna brag, but I think <laughs> it might've been my stories saying, hey, did you know you can rat out your neighbor about dibs?
0: So you had 5,000 <laughs> people dibs. a snitch, doing That Mom. <laughs> Not you out here empowering people to snitch on their neighbors. I, I will say, having grown up here the idea of dibs feels like even though it's been a common practice it feels like a more viral sensation in the particular particularly during the pandemic it feels like more people both in the city and outside have been paying attention to it and thus more people feel empowered to you know either participate or as your story pointed out to rat folks out (laughs) like do you think that that just sort of Like that social clout that Dibs has gotten over the last couple of years is leading to more people pissed off about it.
1: I think it's three things. I think it's media attention, you and me. Mm -hmm. I think it's people are home, so they need their darn parking spaces, two. And three, you saw people saying, you can take this into your own hands. So they've had more complaints over the last three months than they had over two years. And um, that was huge. Also, people ratting out their neighbors for not shoveling. That was huge. There were 6,000, 6.4 thousand complaints just over the last three months.
0: OK. H- have you seen any breakdowns of like what different neighborhoods, like what are the are the complaints on the far north side of the city different from the far south side, different from the far west?
1: Um, when I've seen analyses of this, you definitely see more complaints coming from the north side. And uh, probably sociologists would tell you that's because maybe north siders feel like the city serves them more readily and responds to their complaints. um, and, And maybe this just reinforces that. So I think the city would like to see complaints coming from all sides of the city. And I should always say complaints. I should say requests too. And data points. Hey, I saw a coyote. Coyotes live in this zip code.
0: ABC did a report a couple of years ago that tried to break down where some of those open cases were. I believe it was uh, back in 2018, 2019, and some of the zip codes with the highest number of open cases were like 60617, which is around Calumet Heights, where you know where my mom is. 60628, you're getting further towards the east side, Hegwish, 60634, you're looking closer towards like the Austin neighborhood. 3,800 cases were still open at 60634, 4,900 were open at 60628 at the time this data was taken. What is the average response time uh, from 311, re- sort of regardless of what you're calling about? Have they averaged out how soon it'll take for you to get that? Addressed.
1: I haven't seen any of that data from the city, but there was a 2020 analysis that suggested it takes probably way too long, an average of 26 days for a complaint to be addressed. And, you know, if if you've got a dead uh, rat in your backyard, um, you probably don't want to wait 26 days. It may decompose before then. Um, but right. if you're just saying, you know, waiting for I don't know what's if you're waiting for someone to just cut down those weeds, it may not be as urgent.
0: So when we're talking about, you know, how long a case may take all the way up to cases that may never get closed. For example, the, the air travel situation. Right. How long will 311 keep that case open until they close it since, you know, is is likely nothing they can really do about it?
1: Well, they're supposed to keep it open until it's done, and you know the great thing about um, the the program that started, I believe, in two thousand eighteen, was that you can track it. You can say, "Oh, my thing has just gone to the Department of Streets and Sanitation. Oh, it's just been moved up to a manager," and um, I think that gives people the feeling of more control and again, more engagement in the city. And I think that was a really important thing. And and I would imagine the reason they did it is because people say, I think my complaints just go into a black hole and I never see them again. But this, you know, really lets you see it as it moves along.
0: Well, how do you determine when... You should close the case on loud air. Well, that's not really... like when is tra- well, no, traffic that, noise that, from highways and above head fixed
1: that those complaints are closed technically when they're reported to the city as, OK, another person says that we really need to work on this. Um, but you're right. <laughs> I, I don't think they've ever fixed that problem.
0: You gave them a call. What was your experience like? You've talked a lot about the, the kindness of the person on the other end. Did it feel like an efficient process through and through?
1: It was efficient and she knew everything. I I, like, I felt like I was quizzing her. I'm like, dead bird. What do you do about that? Well, we call animal control. And they. Or if it's another dead animal, that's treats and sanitation. Signed repair request. Well, what we'll kind sign? It's a street sign. It's a stop sign. Fly dumping. What's fly dumping? Well, that's when someone dumps their garbage in an area that they're not supposed to be dumping in. She was fantastic.
0: And I love that. I'm not shocked at all that you called this woman. And you was like, hey, uh, I hope you're okay with this, but but I need a quick quiz from you real quick.
1: I know. Uh, She didn't uh, even (laughs) ask why I'm asking all these questions. Because she knew she was like, this this is Monica Ang.
0: Well, I ain't gonna be on your watch list. Uh, I'm ready, ma'am. Let's go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I think it's wonderful. I mean, I I like to to shout out to all the parts of the city that work. And three one one, even though it's you know an average of twenty six days to respond, it works because a lot of times you can get that information from a very nice informed person just by calling three numbers. <laughs>
0: Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox announced the CPD officers who shot and killed 13-year-old Adam Toledo in Little Village and 22-year-old Anthony Alvarez in Portage Park in separate incidents last year will not be charged. The list of 27 candidates for 11th Ward Alderperson has been made public. Head over to the newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm slash newsletter for the full list of names and resumes. And some good news to get you through. March Madness is upon us, my friends, which means most of y'all brackets gonna look like trash real soon. Chicago is represented in both the women's and men's tournament. DePaul's Blue Demons will kick off the women's bracket tonight at 8 p.m. against Dayton. And Loyola Chicago will play Ohio State in the men's tournament on Friday. Speaking of March Madness, we're still collecting your stories from March 2020 at the start of the global pandemic. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 773-780-0246. We want to know your name, your neighborhood, and what you were doing before the world shut down. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace. And if you ain't digging City Cash Chicago, don't call 311. Call your mama. Peace. Ha, 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 ha,